Pastor Jerry Hazen. Exactly three weeks ago, and it's such a blessing to recount a great wonder of God. Three weeks ago, while we were on our 7 a.m. morning prayers, and just in between the prayers, I had a spirit of God said to me that there was someone that is beside a dead woman. And then the Spirit of God begins to say to me, tell the person to increase the volume of the...
the woman said, I didn't say that. What I am saying is, what God cannot do does not exist. And so the doctor goes to the brother-in-law and begins to tell the brother-in-law to warn the woman about her behavior. And people of God, Shani Kasara, Hila Borosha, few hours after they wheel the husband out and put the husband in the ICU, the woman walked straight to where the husband was and said to God, you are too faithful to fail. I trust you too much. My faith has risen. For the Bible says, for now, faith, now, faith is now. It is not tomorrow that our people listening to the song and God is saying, right now, right now. For the Bible says, while Jesus was yet speaking, while he was yet speaking, while he was yet speaking, and the woman said, I went straight to where my husband was. And the woman called the husband's name. Who does that? It doesn't make sense. Even if he's going to wake up, this is a few hours after a brain surgery. And the woman called the husband's name. And the husband responded. And opened his eyes. Open his eyes. Let's take it up again. And the woman said that after the husband recovered, the doctors came in and were looking. And the doctor called the man. And the man responded. And the woman and the doctor, everybody was amazed. But this is not the catch. Look at the one that blew me off. Look at the one that made me cry. Look at the one that made me say, there is no one like our God. And that is the fact that when they came to move the man out of the ICU, to move the man into the water, they now removed the window blades. And the woman was asking, why are you removing the window blades? And they said, the door cannot take the stretcher. And so we need to move the man out from the window. We're going to move him out. Don't forget that the expert said, you will not be able to stand. You cannot stand for another one year. But people of God, while they were thinking about how to move the man from the stretcher out of the window, Shika, the man stood up on his feet.
thank you, Father, for today. Lord, your children have come before you. And we've come to see and experience your power like never before. Father, we believe that they that wait on you are radiant and their faces are not covered with shame. We believe and trust in you so much. Show us your glory. Show us your power. Give us many, many signs and make us a wonder. In the name of Jesus. 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 Let your hand turn things around in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the hopeless have hope. Let the lost be found in Jesus' precious mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Okay. Most of us have been attacked by demonic entities on our world. Some of you, you had a dream and in the vision, you were being bitten by some kind of creature. 
all these things that we saw in the dream were not just an ordinary thing. Not, it's not possible for a certain entity to bite you even in your dream. So as we are dealing with authors yesterday, I talked a lot about authors. I know that people are building understanding. That through the understanding, I know that you will do amazing things. The Lord bless you all. And I pray that you will always be present to learn so that you will be equipped with the fullness of the knowledge of God. You can stand out and do one stay. And yesterday we had an understanding about positive and negative authors. We said that example of positive authors is the blessings of the Jewish people. The second, uh, the second example is also salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. You don't have to do anything strange to receive salvation. You just have to confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That is all. And one of the things that will shock you is that once somebody says, I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I believe in my heart, I believe that he's the Son of God. This is just a normal saying. The person will just pick it out from his mouth. But suddenly, as the person communicates this from his mouth, suddenly something is shifted in the spirit. So that person may be in the world. Suddenly, as the person declared that, there is this altar you do not see, but the altar is in the spirit. Once a person declares the name Jesus as Lord and Savior, that altar comes to confirm that person's name in the Lamb's Book of Life. And this is serious. It's a mystery. So for many generations will come and they will mention the name Jesus and they will be saved. But the name Jesus is the altar. Are you following? The same way. The negative authors are powered by some kind of covenant that in so many years, the authors in the family, somebody will come to the family and will say certain things. And when a person begins to say certain things, they will also um, 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 provoke that altar into manifestation. They activate the altar. Some authors were dead. When you say something is dead, don't think about burying a thing. But think about maybe the potency of that thing. That the thing cannot even be used for anything again. But most of the times you see that there are some family altars that has been there for many, many years and nobody is now serving the altar. So there are covenants governing every altar. Those covenants, there are priests. And I taught you, I think the last three days, that in every altar or on every altar, there is a priest that served that, that, that altar. So in, in your father's house, in your mother's house, you can see that everybody will be like, let's worship God. Now we are now serving God. But there is this one person that will say, no, for me, I have to make sure what our fathers left us. I will take care of it and continue to pour libation. That person is the priest. Now, altars will become ineffective when these priests are not available because what powers the altars are the covenant and the fulfillment of the covenant remember when i was teaching about covenant i said something about covenant responsibility i said that when god enters into covenant with man there's a covenant responsibility of god and there's a covenant responsibility of man we have something that we need to fulfill. 
Are you getting it? The same way, there's a covenant responsibility of God. So God will make sure that He will fulfill His part, and we too must make sure we fulfill our part. The same way, when you come around an altar. There's a covenant responsibility of the altar that when the altar receives sacrifice, it must also come to fulfill something. Are you following before you pray? I want to just lighten you small before you pray. Wow, I've seen the woman of God. Wow, Lady Reverend Esme. This is a wonderful woman of God. And that is the wife to my brother of a set. Prophet Dr. Set In fact, I cannot stop thanking these people. Amazing people that I've seen in my life. They are just amazing. And I pray the Lord protect them and bless them and bless their generation. I think on Monday I said a lot about them. Lord bless them. They are amazing people. In fact, People, people who, when you met, they love genuinely from their hearts. Genuine, genuine love, pure love. Without second thought and anything. I just love them. The Lord bless you. God bless you. Please, now, when you are calling my very own, it, I, I think I'm the only one that can call my smell. If you are not prolific, please, when you are calling a smell, don't say, my smell or something please i beg you she's now lady reverend in fact the doctor i can ask some because the two shall become one if your husband is a doctor you to you a doctor please ask some respect okay to the name right lady reverend lady reverend mrs melissa Are you getting it? Yes. If you don't have respect, I'll have issue with you. I'm trying to get a name in UK. If you don't have some respect, I'm out there issue with you. Feel me? Okay. Now can I continue? Greetings to my brother too. Prophet Dr. Seth Bowusu. There's a man who is full package. He's a blessing. God bless you, my brother. I love you so much. Just that my love cannot match to the love of your wife, Lady Reverend Esmeral. <laughs> I don't want to break protocol, but I love you so much. God bless you for what you did for Tari. We appreciate you both. Oh. Okay. Now, can we continue? We're about to pray. We're about to pray aggressively. One time, my son said, one of my sons, anytime you say we're about to pray, that day, you will talk. I say, hey. Oh, okay. But please, today, I'm not going to talk. Today, we are going to pray. He sends his love to the family too. Amen. Granny, honey. Oh, Granny, welcome. Oh, Granny, the Lord bless you for joining. Granny, welcome. Granny, God bless you for joining. I appreciate you so much. Yes. God bless everybody. Men of God, women of God. God bless everybody for joining. So, I said something. There are altars in the family that um, it, it, it becomes impotent when there is no priest. 
Because you see, when they set an altar, the first thing they do is to offer sacrifice. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 8, after the flood, Noah built an altar. And listen, there was something that I want your mind to go on. He built an altar unto the Lord. So people can build altar unto other things. So the Bible says he built an altar unto the Lord. And when he built that altar unto the Lord, the Bible says that he made sacrifice on those altars. And we saw again how God also told, uh, told Jacob. He commanded Jacob to go back to Bethel. And I said, Bethel is the house of God. Why is it the house of God? Because a time came that Jacob fled from the face of his brother Esau. The Bible says that when Jacob fled from the face of Esau, that is when he saw a stone. And it was getting to evening. The Bible says that he laid his head on that stone to rest. And I told you that some of you, you lay your head on pillows. You say, my head, my head, my head. Somebody laid his head on stone to rest. You, you have all the pillows in the world. You lay your head and you don't, you don't find rest. And you are blaming your family with you. <laughs> your mindset. In the olden days, some people were laying their head on stone and they were rested. And the Bible says that during the night, this man had a dream, and in the vision, he saw a ladder that it height reached to the heavens. And he saw angels ascending and descending. And on top of that ladder, he saw the Lord standing on top. Then the Lord blessed him. He said, I am the Lord of Abraham. I am the Lord of Isaac. Lord bless him. And the Lord said a lot of things on him. Then the Lord delivered him from the hands of his brother. Now, after that encounter, this man met his brother. The brother that he was so much afraid of, he met the brother and the brother did not attack him. The brother was even yearning to meet his brother again. He met Esau. Esau gathered so many gifts just to give to his brother. So God delivered him from the hand of his brother. He was so angry. He will kill him. Are you following? So he said, now one thing that happened was that when he woke up from his dream, there's something that he said, and I want you to know that. He said, so for all this while, God was in this place. And I said, that statement means that he has been there before, but he didn't encounter God. Mm. You have been in your church before, but you have not encountered God. I but all this while, God has been in this place, and I didn't know, and I didn't know, and that shows that he has been there several, but he didn't encounter God. So he named that place Bethel in the house of God. Now listen, when he went to dwell with his family, and these people that he dwelt together with them, these people were now worshipping some idols and serving some other gods and some images then 
God revisited Jacob. Please, I'm summarizing everything that I've taught you for Monday to now. Then God now revisited um, 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 Jacob. He told Jacob, send a message to Jacob. Jacob, go back and build for me. First time God was requesting that man will build for him a, 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 an altar. What is the purpose? Because God could have told him that Jacob built the altar at the location where you find yourself. But no. He said, go to the place where I met you, where I delivered you. When you were about to run away from your brother, the place that I did, go to that place. Mm. That is very significant when we are dealing with authors. There are locations. And I told you that when you meet a man of God, and God used that man of God as an altar, the Bible says, I, I prove to you how some men of God are altars even to our lives. I prove to you they are not God, but they are altars unto us. I prove to you. The Bible says, never meet your man of God empty-handed. Some people see it to be an Old Testament thing. No, it is not an Old Testament thing. It, is, it still stands. Don't go to a man of God empty-handed. This is an ancient understanding that the people had, and it was working for them. Anytime you go to see a prophet, you don't go empty-handed. You go full of package. You go full of sacrifice. Why? Listen, when we build an altar, the expectation is that you will lay sacrifice on them. The same way when you go to see a man of God, it is also known that you have to carry sacrifice with you. So they have become like an altar. Because altar for sacrifice, that is number one thing I said. I said many things, but I said number one thing is for sacrifice. When you see a man of God, it's for sacrifice. But some of you too, when you meet a man of God, when you encounter a certain ministry, and that ministry transforms your life. Don't forget that place where you encountered God. Don't forget that place. Build an altar in that place. How do you build the altar in that place? Altar is not like you are going to set up like what I explained yesterday, a physical monument, like do, um, the things that the uh, demonic people do your ancestors do the things that they do no for you that know christ jesus is our high priest and he's our altar so there are things you do and it becomes spiritual now there are rooms you can separate and make it a place where is your altar of prayer you went you go there to pray you set some place apart unto god so that spirit will meet humans are you getting it yes but when the issue of your church, in the issue of your church, your man of God, you have to put something in your heart that you are going to continually do. And you must be sure and be consistent in doing those things. Remember, when you continue to do, you activate that thing as an altar. Your consistency in performing those things will make that thing as an altar. Some people, you can take a stone and begin to pour libation or even just water on it for so many days and that thing will begin to respond to you. It becomes an altar because of your faith in it and your consistency in it. Are you following? Yes. So Jacob forgot. In fact, he was supposed to build the altar on the other because according to history, Abraham, when Abraham encountered God, he built an altar unto the Lord. The 
The Bible says he called upon the name of the Lord when he built the altar. And I said one of the reasons why we build an altar is to call upon the name of the Lord. The Lord that showed himself even to you when you were in your bondages, remember? Many people forget the place of their encounter. And that is why when they go through challenges, it seems nothing is defending them. They have forgotten about that place where God met them. You were supposed to build an altar there. Now remember, the altar that Abraham built, it was on the east side of Bethel. So you could see that when Jacob also came, Jacob also saw God also in Bethel, the same area. So where his grandfather built an altar, his grandson came to the scene and began to see God. The God that showed himself even to his grandfather, Abraham. That same God also showed himself to his grandson, Jacob. Because that same area was the area where they met God. Are you following? Are you following? Now, if you have not followed for long, I think this summary will help you. We're about to pray. We're about to pray aggressively. So when you see the happenings in Jacob's life and you compare it to that of Isaac and Abraham, you could see that it is in line. You know why they were so prosperous? There's an altar that was backing it. And I told you that it, I, the positive altars, when you have positive altars, it is as if the person will not do anything, but something is backing the person. And I said one of the examples is the blessings of the Jewish nation. You will enter into a job with a Jewish person. And suddenly this Jewish person will begin to enjoy the blessings of God. Will begin to be prosperous. And you, black man, you are still there. You don't understand. Anywhere a Jewish person will go, suddenly there is a system of advantage for them. Sometimes you don't understand. There is an altar backing the Jewish nation. They don't struggle to make well. Are you following? So Jacob was remembered that Bosu, you see, where I delivered you, go back there and dwell there. That's what the Lord told him. He said, Go there, go, go to Bethel and dwell there and build for me an altar. And the Bible says that the intelligence of Jacob is he understood that before he can build an altar unto the Lord, he must destroy other altars. Many people, their mindset will not go on this, but he destroyed another altar. Listen, the Bible says that Jacob told the people that they should put away all the foreign gods. So you see, the man has received a word from God to go and build an altar. Then the man is now telling the people, to put away the foreign god because you see when you destroy an altar you must set an altar that's why i say when some people they are free in the name of jesus i destroy my family altar i destroy my and the family altar will be laughing at you what altar have you built to contend against the altar in your family your level of knowing Christ has not come to it for manifestation. I'm not saying this to belittle anyone, but I expect you to grow in knowledge and in the knowledge of Christ. 
that you have this understanding when you are dealing with certain things you are not just dealing with it without knowledge because for the lack of knowledge people perish you have to receive understanding that will equip you to defend yourself are you following Jacob now put away those foreign gods. So he told them in Genesis chapter 35, verse 1 down, put away the strange God that are among you and be clean and change your garment. Let us arise and go to Bethel, and I will make there an altar unto God who answered me in the day of my distress and was with me in the way which I went. So these people gathered all their strange gods and they gave this strange god, they gave it to Jacob. Their earrings in their ears. All of it was given to him. And then Jacob gathered them and hid them under a certain oak, which was by Shechem. Are you following? That was where he hid it. Then, when Jacob was done, then he journeyed. And the Bible says that, and the terror of God was upon the cities that were around, around about them. So you see, when they put away the foreign gods by obeying what Jacob said, then the terror of God came upon the surrounding, the people, their enemies. They were afraid because they were not serving that same altars like what they were doing. They were not serving other gods. They have now put away the foreign images. Listen, people of God, the reason why most of you, you are not dangerous, you are not a principality, is because what people are doing, you are doing the same thing. You are sinning and you are calling the name of the Lord. You are dwelling in your sins. You see, this is the mistakes of the believer. You are always living in sin. And you are engaging some battles that each root comes from sin. How can you stay in sin and, and, and try to fight something that it rooted from sin? It is light that can um, destroy darkness. Darkness cannot destroy darkness. Are you getting the Bible says a kingdom divided among itself cannot stand? There is no way the kingdom of light will fight the kingdom of light. So we don't fight in that sense. So listen, today I will teach you around uh, in the afternoon i will teach you about how to rebuild an altar i will teach you today and most of you you are building something that you have not built capacity for it will destroy you i told you that a, 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 um, um, a gun in the hands of a child is not just a weapon of defense but it's a weapon of destruction so the fact that it is a weapon that can defend somebody does not mean you can put it in the hand of everyone. Maturity matters in dealing with circumstances. That's why we talk about capacity building. Are you following? Now let me show you something. Let me show you something. So this man put away the foreign god, and suddenly they have not even yet built the altar, but suddenly the terror of the Lord was upon the surrounding the cities that were around that were around about them 
and they stopped pursuing after the sons of Jacob because all this while they were pursuing the sons of Jacob. But when they built, sorry, when they put away the foreign gods, suddenly the terror of the Lord came upon these people who were pursuing. Listen, what does this this thing implicate in our or imply in our life? It means that there are certain things when you put aside from your life, certain attitudes, certain sinful nature of you, when you put it away, the terror of the Lord will come on your enemies. You need not to fight. The Lord will fight your battles for you. And today we are, we are going to pray. Any wrong thing that we have we, we've been found doing continuously, that thing has become an altar against us. That's why enemies can attack you here and there. But if you can put those things aside, if you can put those negative things aside, listen, the terror of the Lord will come on your enemies. I love a certain verse. The Bible says that and David was prophesying with Samuel. And the Bible says that Saul sent armies to go and attack David. But the Bible said these armies that went to attack David when they entered into that jurisdiction, in fact, because the environment was soaked, because the environment was charged, because there were angels riding around that environment, suddenly, these people that were sent to capture David, they went and prophesied with David. Another batch were sent, they also went there to prophesy with David. Listen, he sent many 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 men to attack david but none of them could attack david why the environment there are certain environment you can build around you that even when demons comes around you they will bow am i talking to somebody what makes the the man of Gadara bowed before Jesus. He saw something in Jesus. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? He saw something in Jesus. Jesus didn't even talk. When the man saw Jesus, he said, have you come to destroy us before our time? They were beginning. Am I talking to somebody? There is a system that when you when, when it is put, it, put in place, when it's put in place, you will see that even witches, wizards, necromancers, sorcerers, they will bow before you. So in dealing with altars, make sure you put away some sinful nature. Make sure you put away some foreign gods. Make sure the things that you are doing that are not in accordance with the word of God. You put those things aside. You become powerful. Am I talking to somebody? David was praying. David was praying. And that was his terrain. That was the place where he has built an altar with the prophet Samuel. The Bible says that the man saw himself also went to attack David. But the Bible says when he went there, as for him, he went naked and prophesy with them. Listen, as we are going to build an altar this morning and even tonight and even the rest of the days, I prophesy your enemies will come naked. They will be ashamed and they will join you to worship your God in the name of Jesus. Jacob was being reminded, please go back to where you encountered me. I revealed myself to your grandfather, Abraham. Abraham built an altar unto me. I revealed myself to you. You didn't build altar. Go back and build an altar. So the Bible says he went there and built an altar unto the Lord. Then when he was done building the altar unto the Lord, the Bible says that he called the place El Bethel. Because there God appeared unto him when he fled from the face of his brother. Now, after he was done building the altar, 
and named that place El Bethel. Suddenly, in Genesis chapter 35, verse 9, the Bible says, And God appeared unto Jacob again. You see, you are not seeing God again in your life. You see that experiences. You see, it got a certain point that you were prophesying accurate, deep, but suddenly it disappeared. You, you cannot prophesy again. You see, you were healing the sick. Suddenly, you cannot heal the sick again. You see, you were preaching, teaching deep and accurate. Suddenly, you cannot do it again. You cut off from the altar. You see, testimonies were manifesting every now and then, but you are not seeing it again. You cut off from the altar. But the Bible says, when this man built the altar again, God appeared to Jacob again. And this time when he came, he began to bless him. And he said, your name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called anymore Jacob, but Israel shall be thy name and he called his name israel and god said unto him i am god almighty be fruitful and multiply god reassured him of the promises the dominion on thee. be fruitful and multiply a nation and a company of nations shall be of thee and kings shall come out of thy lords and the land which i gave abraham and isaac to thee I will give it and to thy seed after thee will I give the land and God went up from him in the place where he talked with him can you just imagine suddenly when the man built the altar God began to reveal himself again you cut off so simple from the altar so you are not seeing the manifestation of God's power again you cut off from certain men listen my little experience within the law is that this same um, Jacob this same Jacob, the Lord showed me a mystery, and that gave me understanding about some experience I had. There are men when you meet suddenly, your gift begin to resurrect. I'm telling you, there are men you 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 meet, and suddenly certain testimonies begin to happen to you. Are you following? Yes. There are certain places. A, a, a certain lady, when I was working at um, um, in King Kesu Government Hospital. I was in my room and a certain nurse one day visit, visited me. This lady visit, visited me and when, when she came, she said like, Pastor John, please, I want to travel. And I said, this room that you have entered, you will go out and you are going to travel. Now the lady is in Canada. Listen, certain houses are altered. Certain men are altered. Certain environment are altered. Are you just following? Yes! You enter the room and said, this is my request. I said, you will get out. I, the lady went to Canada. I didn't even know. She called me on a video call. And I said, wow. Pastor George, I'm here. Oh, oh. She was screaming. She was screaming. Are you following? Certain people entered my room. They came with sickness. And I told them, one of the covenants that is governing my ministry and around my environment. I'm teaching you this so that you will learn. Is that anybody that comes around I'll go with a testimony. You, I don't have to pray for you. I don't have to locate anything. I don't have to locate you. Coming just around. That doesn't mean that you should come around. Don't come to my house. Please stay in your house. You see all Why? The same way some people too. 
your grandparents took you to a certain place and certain negative things begin to happen to you all the Are you are you are you flowing with me? So we're about to pray aggressively this morning. Listen, so when we are talking about altars, have an understanding. You cannot be you cannot destroy an altar and not build an altar. Gideon went to his father's house. The Bible says cut down to bow. Gideon destroyed that altar in his father's house, and suddenly Gideon, the Lord said that repair that altar, rebuild an altar unto me. And Gideon built an altar unto the Lord. So that altar was not built unto the Lord, it was built unto Baal. I will teach you about how to build an altar. Elijah with the prophets of Baal. The Bible says that, Daddy, please, I'm coming home. Oh, you were already here, you are blessed. Elijah with the prophet of God from morning to evening. These people have called on their God on the same order. They have called and called and called and nothing happened. I will teach you about each element on the altar and how it relates to our life. I will teach you at 5 p.m. when we come for evening service. I will teach you each element and what it means. When you mention the element, First thing you mentioned so you understand. Now the Bible says that these people call on the name of the Lord from morning to evening, and God seems far, seems far away. In fact, Elijah was teasing him, but Elijah was so prophetic, he understood that his altar, there is a time he makes sacrifice to his altar, and it is called the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. And that is 3 p.m. 3 p.m. is the time for the offering of the evening sacrifice. So he knows that his altar is not just there. You don't just throw things on your altars anyhow at any time. It's like some of you, you pray anyhow at any time. No, you are not consistent. You are not disciplined. That is why you do things anyhow. You must set a time and you must follow it. It becomes an altar. If it is 2 p.m. you pray, it's mad. It must always be 2 p.m. If it, it, I, listen, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to be religious here. I'm trying to tell you that in certain and all consistency matters. I, you can pray at all times, but if you want to engage in covenant practice to build an altar with the Lord, set a time. That time will become a sacrificial time. Do you know why? Because there are times that time will demand that you will do something, even for your business, but you have to reject it and go and pray. Like the Muslim, no matter who you are, where you are coming from, when their time of prayer is up, they go and pray. That is why these people, when they are talking about wealth, they are wealthy. Because they don't joke with their covenant time of prayer. Are you following? Yes. So Elijah understood that at 3 p.m. is the offering of the evening sacrifice. That time, the angels are ready to carry those sacrifices up. Jesus died at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. If Jesus is the sacrifice, he must be offered well. And he must be offered at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. So 3 p.m. Jesus died. Call it the 
one day a certain brother of mine, um, I think he, he will not be offended on this, so for teaching purpose. He said, ninth hour. The ninth hour is 9 a.m. When it is nine, I said, Jesus, I didn't The ninth hour is 9 a.m. I said, Yeah, What King James would do to people. Eh? Hmm. I remember sometimes, sometimes, oh, preach here, preach here, yeah, preach here, thing in other. Share if you are not. Yeah, preach. This to the Nababeka, I was preaching in a preach it. You grow, say, hey, what can you do? Listen, sometimes ago I was teaching about on the last day. I said, hey, I wrote even, even many things on the last day. I said, what is the, the last day is the day that um, John had a revelation and counted God. The last day is the day that um, angels ascend and descend. Hey, I was explaining this thing in some humongous way. Oh my God. Then later I saw on the last day, it's just Sunday. Oh, the day that Jesus resurrected, they call it on the Lord. That's ye na my hour. I said, "Make granny." So it was now in their culture that the day that Jesus resurrected, they call it on the Lord. And I was bringing mysteries on the Lord's day. Oh, but it was all good. I was learning, and we are still learning. <laughs> So this man, Elijah had understanding at this time is the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. When it was get, getting to the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, he said, Bosu, it is okay. This man had an understanding. He was not just doing the thing. He had an understanding that, no, this is my time. He stopped them. He said, hey, okay, from morning till now, you have tried. Nothing happened. Let me also do mine. The Bible says that he rebuilt that altar. The same altar. He rebuilt it. And he mentioned certain things. So those are the things I will teach you in the evening. So you know how to rebuild and you relate it to your life and the things you need to put aside. So you can build an altar. Have an altar of prayer, an altar of everything, a lot of things. Your consistency matters. Are you ready to fire prayer right now? Are you ready to fire prayer? Are you ready to fire prayer? Oh, Susanna, you're not supposed to post it here. Amen. Glory to God. <clears throat> we are going to pray. So these are the summary of some of the things I have been teaching. In fact, I went to the foundation about um, um, the first time we heard altars. And I went even to the Garden of Eden and I show you how they said the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. And I said, you cannot offer sacrifice without building an altar. And I proved to you how Jesus was even slain on an altar in the foundation of the world. And I said, even from the foundation of the world, an altar was being made to receive sacrifice. And I talked to you also about the tabernacle. 
where the Lord told Moses to build for him a sanctuary that he may dwell with them. And the first thing you will see when you enter into the outer court is the altar of sacrifice or the brazen altar. The second thing is the brazen lava. You enter into the second court or the inner court, which is divided into two compartments. I show you that we have the table of shoe bread. And even that table of shoe bread is an altar <laughs> where we have the 12 loaves of bread. And that also represents the 12 tribes of Israel. That the priest on every Sabbath is supposed to consume the 12 bread. And we have the golden menorah, which had the seven candlesticks. And I told you that it was all hewn from one ball of gold. God doesn't want mix mix that you bring this one and mix it. God doesn't want that. It was all hewn from one ball of gold. They designed that candlestick from seven prongs. And out of the seven prongs, you see the candles on the, on them. And I told you that we have the seven spirit of God according to the book of Isaiah. Remember the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel. And even the middle one that stands out is the, is the spirit of the Lord. And I said that three here, three here. Where I even use my brother's chain, the chain that you saw my brother wearing during Tari. Those are the Godi Minora. Three here, three here. I know when you go to the college check, they have nine. Yes, we have nine. But the seven is what I'm talking about in the tabernacle. And in the tabernacle, you will see that you have three here, three here. I said three, three is six, right? Three plus three is six. And it means that the number six is the number of man. But man cannot be full unless Jesus is placed at the, at the center of their life. So the one standing, making seven at the center is Jesus. The one that will light us is Jesus. So I, I also show you the seven spirit of God. And I said that we went to the book of Revelation and we explained the seven stars. And we, we also explain the seven spirit. No, the lampstand, which also represents the seven churches, which is also the seven spirit of God. You remember what I told you? Yes. Then in front of that same room, which is called the holy place, I said it has been divided into two compartments. Are you getting it? Two compartments. Two compartments. The inner court, the holy place, and the most holy place. And I said that there is this garment you cannot see through that divides the inner chamber, it divides it. The inner court. And I said, in front of that um, curtain, you will see what we call the, the altar of incense. Then I said that for every entrance into a realm in the tabernacle, there is an altar. <laughs> because in the outer court, there is an altar. In the inner court, there's an altar. Now, when you cross over the altar of incense, you know that the altar of incense, the priest has to take a coal from the brazen altar outside the tent and put that coal in the altar of incense so that the incense will fill the room. Now, when the priest is able to do that, every year, once every year, the priest enter the holy, the most holy place once every year. Once every year. 
And anytime the priest is going, they tie the waist of the priest with a cord. Because they don't know if you are not clean enough, you will die. And they have to drag you back. So the priest has to go through some system of purification. Altars. I'm still talking about altars. Some system of purification. When the priest enter, even into the most holy place, then you will see something there. That is the act of the covenant. I told you that in the Ark of the Covenant, on top are the cherubims. And the cherubims, they are facing one another. It's like they are bowing. And that place, that portion is called the mercy seat. So where their wings meet at the center, that is where the light of God appears. And they call it the Shekinah glory. Anytime God appears to them, he appears like light and it falls between the meeting point of the wings of the cherubims. Are you following? And that one too is an altar. So you could see that altar is powerful. And I said the original idea of an altar is not an evil one, but a godly one. But the enemy will always steal from God. And replicate it in a negative way. And I said, when you open that altar at the Ark of the Covenant, there are some things you will see. You will see the tablet of the covenant that contains two tablets. It contains each one contains five, 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 five year, five year. The commandment, the ten commandments. And you will see Aaron's rod, which budded. So that, that, that rod that budded, you will see it inside it. Then you will see something called manna. Now, it's all of these things bear record of the things that God did with them, the miracle thing. You see, the manna that God bring, it was a record. You see it inside. And all of it have a meaning. One day I'll spend time to teach you. So inside you see a golden jar. It was the golden jar that was holding the manna. <laughs> Are you getting it? Now this thing you have you see two bars on the side that they can carry. I told you that the tabernacle was a portable device. They can carry it from places to another place. Everything in the tabernacle was a portable one. They can carry it from one place to another. And the purpose is that God said, build to me a sanctuary so that I may dwell among my people. He said the intent of God is to dwell with his people. And when you look at the tabernacle, you see that he set off many altars. So even the dwelling place of God, you could see altars. Altar of sacrifice, the altar of incense, the 
table of shoe bread and the ark of the covenant. We are going to pray. When somebody sins against God, they must bring a sacrifice on the altar of sacrifice. And when that sacrifice is received, God forgives their sins. So this is a physical thing they were doing, but it has a spiritual implication. Your uncles are doing physical things, but it has spiritual implications. Every year they call the whole family and they will take a hand. They will pass it on the head of each one of the family members. And after that, they will slaughter it on a certain idol, a certain image they've built. And they will tell you, all of you are preserved for the years ahead. It, it is getting to the end of the year. You see people calling them that, eh, you sometimes you think that you are just going to your hometown. You, you don't know. Sometimes they may not pass those hands on your head, but they just want you to just come. Going there is an honor to the God of your fathers. It is not always so, so don't get me wrong. But you must be sensitive and discerning. Why is it that every year they want us to come? Why is it that every year they want us to come? It's a covenant practice. Careful. Are you ready to pray? Now I'm done. I, I told you I'm not going to talk for long. We are about to pray. Are you ready? 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 Oh, you people. Why? You people. Hmm? You like that? We are going to pray. So, God willing, in the evening session, you know, we will end our program on tomorrow, Thursday. Friday, we don't come live. Saturday, we don't come live. Sunday, we don't come live. We will end altars. This week, God willing, next week, we will begin with covenant. Then when we are done, then we will end the year with thrones. Then we are done with acts. ACT. Kusavarukai. Mentala Dimanagai. Are you ready? Ready to fire prayer? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? You can call in and join me once we're about to fire prayer. If we walk Now, the past days, I told you about the altar having four horns. And I said that horn is a sign of leadership, authority, strength. Horn is also a form of glory. Remember that I talk a lot about horn. Your horn will I exalt like the horn of a unicorn. And I said horn is also a form of voice. So the horn on the altar speaks. And I said on, at the tip of the horn, 
they always put blood. The blood they sacrifice on the altar, they dip, they put, they sprinkle some blood on it on top of the of each of the four horns and at the base of the horns. They are feeding the horns. When the horns receive blood, anywhere your sin have gone, the horns will begin to cry out and deliver you from that sin. The blood on the horns, on the north, south, east, and west. So I, I also review those things to you. So remember that. Remember those things. Say in the name of Jesus. Say my father, my Lord. Oh God, my father. Let the altar of our Lord Jesus defend me in time of trouble. Oh, the Bible says that and Jacob was defended by God. When he was afraid to encounter his brother, the God that revealed himself to him at Bethel, El Bethel, that God told him, go and build to me an altar. Let the altar of God defend me in my district. Defend me in my pain. Please, I told you to write certain names. Certain names. Do you have those names? I told you to write certain names. Say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as I clap and pray, let the altar, let your altar defend me. Now, 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 now. Come on. Rakapa, 
My God. Listen, listen. We are praying our second prayer. Engage in some altars, not because there are some altars that are fighting from your father's house or mother's house, but some of you you slept with certain people, and those people were demonic altars, they were entities, but you didn't know. From the day you slept with these people, they have become altars fighting you in your life. We are going to pray. You see, sometimes some people understand about altar is different. Sometimes we think that is the definition that I gave, the physical monument alone. No. So human entities are altars. If you have eyes, you see altars walking. what I told you that I, some people even entered my house and said they received their testimony some of them got healed and it keep happening some environment are altars the moment you visit that place do you know that anytime you go to a shrine you have visited an altar yes there are certain i remember many years ago i was young in ministry very very young i'm so young i'm so young though i'm still learning now when uh, there was a man and this man in fact this man has the what, 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 one of one of the biggest laboratories even in ghana private labs this man was building a hospital and the man told me that please um pastor george i want you to go to that place and pray on the land for me because i'm building a hospital there the man took me to that place but when you are younger 
when you hear some people telling you, let's go here and pray for my... You, you get excited when you grow up or when you begin to see certain things, when you begin to mature. It's not everywhere they call you, you go. I was excited. Do you know why? Because inside of me, ah, the man believed in what I carry. Hey, a whole hospital. I'm going to pray for a whole hospital. Jesus. You see that thing when you are young? <laughs> I went with this man to that place. And when I begin to pray and, and pour oil on that land, suddenly my eyes opened. Then I saw certain entities dwelling on that land. I asked the man, do you know the history of this land? Because I am seeing a shrine in this same land. And the man said, yes. It's that many years ago, there was a shrine, there were a shrine, there was a shrine on this platform. I don't know if there were many or something. But I said, the shrine used to stay around this area. They built it around this area. And you see, even when we came, we saw some of the things that they use to make their incantations. We saw it on this land. I said, Jesus. So once I was pouring that thing, although I saw the vision, I asked the man. The man began to explain to me. I started shivering. You see, remember, I was young. Now, I pulled the oil again by faith. And I said, any system of any government that have been working on this land today be removed now. I poured the oil and that was all. I told the man that we have to go to the four corners of the land. So we went to the four corners of the land. I anointed the four corners. We stood there and prayed. Then we were done. And we were coming. The man said, oh, Pastor Joy, please, this is a seed. Let me give it to you. I said, no. You know, when I was young, when you give me seed, I don't accept it. I was afraid to take seed from people. Meme Diane said, what they afraid me? Believe in what I carry. Let me pray for you. So the man tried to force me. I didn't take it. Now the man dropped me in the house. Suddenly, I started feeling very. I don't know. I don't know what was happening to my body. Some weird feeling. I said, hey, "What is happening?" That same evening. I went to the hospital. Listen. I have not built much capacity for what I went to do. And I was attacked. That's why some of you, when you go to your family house and you are fighting your uncle, and we have before, you are fighting your grandparents, we have before, that's now. 
You, you are not strong enough to be Now, when I saw that, I began to understand how things work. They attacked me, serious. I told you that one time I went to pray for a, a woman with stroke. That I came back to the house and suddenly at the night I couldn't move one of my hands. As he stroke, he now stroking me. Those were my early days. Listen, some of you, you engage with certain people, you slept with them, you slept in their house, you ate their food, and suddenly you begin to see certain things in your life. You have engaged with the altars in their house, you have become part of them. One day you ate, you didn't even pray. Now those authors are fighting. Somebody say, eat just like that. They don't need you to confirm anything to them. Are you not even shocked? Are you not even shocked that at times people will be like, let's cut ourselves. You, you see that when somebody gets a new girlfriend, the, the person is so beautiful, they don't want to lose that person. They'll be like, let's cut ourselves. See, this person will cut his body. The other one will also cut his body. And they will drink the blood. And suddenly they will say certain things. And that thing that happened has become a covenant. That sometimes one died and the other one will also die. Whoever breaks the covenant will also die. Listen, oh, in this life, eh, things don't just happen. Oh. Life is spiritual. If you joke with your life, somebody will use you as a scapegoat. Now, when we, talk, when we talk about scapegoat, many people don't understand. At um, 5 p.m. tonight, when we are coming for our evening service, I will teach you about scapegoat. And I will relate it to the tabernacle, what they use that goat to do. I will teach you. My grandfather was one of the kings in Otunfo's palace. 
and I learned a lot of things. Sanka sisiya anka me me pesa me ye hebali sana hebat anka ni man kame yano. He will take me along when he goes to the bush and he will be reciting certain things and he will be chewing a stick when we are moving you see this man trying to locate something but he will go to a certain place and will begin to pluck a certain leaf The man will come and do certain things. He will open the Bible, begin to say certain things on those leaves. Uh, uh, uh. He will now try to mix it with certain things. And now he will catch an animal. And he will put it at the leg. He will break the leg of that animal. So if the person that he's going to pray for, uh, sorry, that he's going to heal, if the person have issue with his leg, the animal he will use will break that leg and he will put that herbs on that animal. And then he will go back to the bush and he will leave the animal. And he will tell me if the animal comes back again, the man will never be healed. But if the animal stays in the bush, then the man is healed forever. All these things are spiritual things. How can you do this physical thing and it will manifest spiritual? Somebody will be just there and the person will be healed. And I was shocked because you realize that the person will be there and suddenly the person is healed. We are sitting there and you think life is just how you see it life is spiritual so some of you you slept with certain people you engage with certain entity and you have become one body with them so their altar become your altar That altar in their house, the affliction that it is given to that family, you begin to see that in your family, nobody is going through that, but you alone you are going through that. And so, some people are like, as for me, this sickness, it is not in our household. I don't know why. Check who you engage with. Sometimes you have slept with somebody that is an, an altar. to take your last prayer point be aggressive on this one be aggressive on this one say in the name of jesus my father my lord any inherited negative altar in my life come on 
the name of Jesus. Listen, there are some of you, you are cursed because of the altars your fathers engaged themselves in. But once you come to know Jesus, that curse is supposed to be broken because he gives you power. And the reason why he gives you power is to deliver yourself from the affliction of the past from the curses of the old. Am I talking to somebody? So that power he gives to you to become a son, it is not empty. He gives you that power so that you can deliver yourself from certain things. Now listen. Noah had three children. Mention them and let me see if, if you people, you are good. Mention them. I'm ready with my mentioning now. Three children. Three sons, let me put it in that way. Three sons, Shem, mm -hmm. Ham, and Japheth. God bless you. I want to show you something. Inherited battle. Powered by demonic altars. Now the Bible says that after the flood, the Lord blessed them. In Genesis chapter 8 or so. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 8, verse 1, and God remembered Noah and every living thing, and all that, all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters as way, the fountains also of the deep, and the windows of heaven were stopped, and the rain from heaven was restrained, and the waters returned from off the earth continually. And after the end of the 150 days, the waters were abated and the ark rested in the seventh month on the 17th, 17th day of the month upon the mountains of Ararat and the waters decreased continually until the 10th month. In the 10th month, on the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountains seen. Now, when you read from 8 to 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, God now spake to Noah. Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife, and thy son, and thy son's wife with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may be breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth and noah went forth and his son and his wife and his son's wife with him every beast every creeping thing and every fowl and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kind went forth out of the earth and noah built an altar unto the lord verse 20 and took of every clean beast and of every fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar and the lord smelled a sweet savour and the lord said in his heart I will not again curse. Remember, I will not again curse. Please underline that word. I will not again curse the ground. 
anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite anymore every living, everything living, as I have done. While the earth remained, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not pass. I want to, I want to open your eyes to something. Now in verse 9, this is my emphasis. And God blessed them. Ch- chapter 9, verse 1. Sorry. Chapter 9, verse 1. Genesis chapter 9, verse 1. And God blessed Noah and his sons. Underline it. Who were their sons? Shem. Uh-huh. Ham. Japheth. Now we all saw the story where Ham saw the nakedness of the father and that one there is a mystery behind it the bible says that the nakedness of your father shall shall thou not uncover it is the nakedness of your mother and the nakedness of your mother shall thou not uncover it is the nakedness of who your father so you i'm not i'm not going there today so he saw the nakedness of the father then when the father the father was drunk when the father awoke from his sleep god bless you leviticus chapter 18 verse 7 to 8 the nakedness of thy father or the nakedness of thy mother shall thou not uncover she is thy mother shall thou not uncover her nakedness the nakedness of thy father's wife shall thou not uncover it is thy father's nakedness and the bible says that ham saw the nakedness of his father so i I say i'm not teaching about this today let me leave it just like that but i want to prove something to you now god blessed them chapter 9 verse 1 genesis and god blessed noah and his sons so all of his sons he blessed them remember what god has blessed you cannot curse. so when ham saw the nakedness of his father and his father cursed him he didn't curse ham and i was shocked why is it that ham has done you evil but you didn't curse ham but you curse cana and you know cana cana is the son of ham okay example auntie josephine is my mother and i am a son now auntie josephine also, mother is step, step is, is who? Obabe and Ewaha man, one type of mudina, for me example. When you fast. Yeah, you know. Why need to reach out? Okay, mommy, mommy, and man, go on. Auntie Josephine is Noah. Louisa is ham Vinette 
is Canaan. Now, you get it. Auntie Josephine is Noah. Louisa is Ham. Of course, you are not Ham. But this, this, this is just an example. And Venette is Canaan. So in Genesis chapter 9, verse 25, the Bible says that, and he said, Cares be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. What has Canaan done? Canaan has not done anything against. Who is Canaan here? Venette. Venette has not done anything against Auntie Josephine, who is Noah. But Auntie Josephine Noah, Auntie Josephine Noah is now cursing Venette Canaan. This is your grandchild. And you are cursing your grandchild. What has your grandchild did to you? What has your grandchild done to you? Adala loko. Mengo gala kokaya. What has your grandchild done to you? Why are you cursing your grandchild? It may seem like now these are very hard for you, but the Lord is saying. This is the mystery. The one that did, the, did him wrong was Ham. But listen, look at something. Ham was the one who saw the nakedness of the father. So in, in a sense, Ham is supposed to be cursed by the father Noah. But Noah did not curse Ham. Because at chapter 9 of Genesis, chapter 1, the Bible says that, and God blessed Noah and his sons. Noah had an understanding that you don't care what God has blessed. So if God has blessed me and blessed my son, I cannot curse my son, but I can curse the grandson. Please, are you following? Yes, sir. So you saw that when Noah was cursing, he said, Canaan, a servant, Genesis chapter 9, verse 25, a servant of servants shall you be to your brethren. Canaan, he cursed Canaan. But Canaan is not the one who saw the nakedness of the father. Meanwhile, God has blessed Noah and his son, which Ham, the one who was stubborn, saw the nakedness of his father. He was not cursed. So some of you, you have inherited battles by reason of your father's disobedience. Your fathers were not going through those things, but you are paying it. Because God bless your grandfather and your father. And because your father did your grandfather wrong, your grandfather cursed even you. He didn't curse your father because they will not, you cannot curse what God has blessed. So some people ask, why is it that Noah cursed Canaan? Yes, because Canaan was not part of that blessing. 
It was Ham, Shep, and Japheth that were blessed together with Noah. So he cursed his son. Canaan! A servant of servants will you be to your brother, brothers. This means that there are some people, the things you are going through is an inherited curse as a result of a certain altar that is in your father's house, that is in your mother's house. Inherited curse. Listen, you are going through things that you did not do anything for it. You, you have not sinned. You have not done any wrong thing. So listen, in, 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 I think in the book of Luke or Matthew, the Bible says that there was a man that was sick or lame from bed. And, and listen, they ask him, Sir, this one, is it because he has sinned or his parent has sinned? But that one you saw, so they associated the sickness as a result of sin because they knew that sickness do not just come. But that one, Jesus said that this one, so that the glory of God will be revealed. So it's different from maybe somebody doing some, something wrong. People of God, some of the things you are going through is because of some wrong things your parents did. Some wrong things. They are not paying the price of it. You are paying it. But today, altar versus altar. Today, understanding the mysteries of altar, we are putting an end to those battles. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? These are called inherited battles. The same way you see the genotype of your mother or your parent or your father, and you see you carry the same thing. You inherited what your mother had, what your father had. You inherited. The same way some of you have inherited battles. Your parents were supposed to pay the price. But you are now paying it. Are you ready to fire this prayer? Are you ready to pray with me? Say, oh Lord, my father, in the name of Jesus, any inherited battle as a result of the sins of my parents, my grandparents, oh God, my father, let every inherited battle disappear now in the name of Jesus. Come on. You are sick not because you are sick. You are going through pain not because you are going through You have inherited those battles. Clap and pray. Shut there. You end it now. In the name of Jesus. Shut up, 
begin to open my eye and I saw a revelation. I saw that anytime they cut the umbilical cord of a child in a certain family, the, 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 the whole family, most of them will be around. In fact, when they cut the umbilical cord, they are supposed to bury it or do something like that. But these people will take it to the family house. There is an altar and they place the umbilical cord on that altar. Listen, I say life is spiritual. You don't have to let somebody tell you what you are supposed to do. My brother will be like, don't follow that, those motivational speakers. Yes! Some people, they come, they motivate you. Today you are happy, tomorrow you are sad. Please be serious with your prayer life. A lot of motivational speakers around. Are you following? I saw that they cut the umbilical cord of the of the child and they put it inside something. It looks like a coven or not like an altar. And every child in their family. Now, listen, let me open your eyes to something. On Blekakode, in the Greek word, when the Bible says that we are joined together with Christ, do you know what it means? When the Lord started giving me sons and daughters, 
That is how he taught me. See that every son or daughter connected to me is like an umbilical cord connected to me. It flows even to them. Do you know that when a mother feeds, when, 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 when a child is in the womb of a mother, anything the mother takes, it passes through the umbilical cord to the child. So if I receive, the child receives. So when they cut the umbilical cord and they put it in the altar in your family, please be serious with this prayer point. And they put it even in, on that altar. Everything they will say on the altar will be connected to it. So you are there, you are a child of God. You are prayerful. But you don't have the revelation that your umbilical cord is in somewhere. We are sending fire. Anything connected to us that has been placed on altars, demonic altars, let that thing be consumed right now. Listen. In Greek, they call it katatis menoi. And the word katatis menoi means that you are joined together. What I am, you are. What I drink, you drink. What I take, you take. My level become your level. That is katatis menoi. That is the umbilical cord. Listen, that is what they were doing. So I saw in the spirit, they, they were taking umbilical cord of children. And they say, oh, we will bury it. We will do it. We will do it. They take it to the family house. My mother threw hours in the river in our hometown. Uh-huh. Now listen. You are joined. No matter where they've carried your umbilical cord. No matter where they've taken anything from you to get you connected to any altar, any entity, any river. As we fire prayer, let the fire of God take any belongings of ours from any demonic ground in the name of Jesus and secure it in the heavenly places. Did you hear that? Wherever they've taken that thing, we are praying, telling God, let the power of God begin to take that thing, begin to travel to the place that they've buried those things, carry it from the demonic ground, and hide it in the heavenly realm perspective, in the presence of God. Are you following? Are you ready to take that prayer? So I saw by revelation that anything that happened to their family, these are people that are serving God. But it is like their life is always in a mess. They are going through tough times. They don't understand. This prayer point is going to deliver somebody. After today, you will see that testimony you have been waiting for for long. Suddenly popping up. That money you have been waiting for. That fruitfulness, the seed you want to carry. Suddenly it will pop up. Why? Because that thing they buried, that thing that is connected to the altar, it has been lifted off.
So you can choose not to go. You can choose not to return to that altar. Your umbilical cord is already there. Anything they feed the altar with, it passes through your umbilical cord spiritually and enters your life. That is why, listen, anytime you will get a dream, it seems like now these are very not always, but most of the time when you have a dream and you enter into some strange places, if you ask your mother, your mother will tell you he knows, she knows that place, or your grandfather, she will, they know that place. It is a spiritual location in your father's house or mother's house. Maybe you don't know. Sometimes you enter into a strange place and you will see old, old people, great, great people, like, like your great grandfather. If you have their picture, you will see them. You will know they are around. You don't understand. You say, at what location is this? It is your family location. That is where all the demonic activity is planted. That is the source. Remember the lady that was ministered to Ontario that was testifying just yesterday that we located and we saw a throne in the family. And by the grace of God, the Lord spoke to the mother that there is a throne that is supposed to be given to Sakwa. But that throne is there. I don't Nobody is sitting on it. And this lady is supposed to sit on the throne. Then, when the mother was moving from Kumasi after the service on Wednesday evening, the daughter had the vision of the night on Thursday evening. And when the daughter had the vision, the daughter was sit, saw that throne and saw the crown on the throne, took the crown and wore it, and that was all. And she said that, Pastor, there was a man standing on the throne, but the man was not sitting on the throne. And I saw that crown, I took the crown and I wore it. For all these years, where was the crown? Where was the truth? But when the prophetic word came, suddenly a thing that was hidden in the spirit was revealed to the family. And now the lady began to sit on the truth by crowning herself. Suddenly. Listen, life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. I am serious when I'm talking like this about what Please be serious with your life. Be serious. Don't be lazy. Be serious with your life. Men for a don't choke with your life. The enemy want to kill you. Remember, the number one assignment is that the enemy want to kill you, not just to kill you, but the enemy want you to die in your sin so that you will be condemned together with him. His assignment is to condemn you together with him, but it will not stand. Say, my father, my lord, anywhere. Anywhere my umbilical cord has been connected to demonically, anywhere they've taken anything connected to me, anywhere they've taken my belongings to connect me to demonic altars, to connect me to demonic grounds. Oh God, my Father, let your fire consume it now in the name of Jesus and set me free and set me free now come on
Consuming certain things from some altars, I see it, 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 it moves swiftly, and it, 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 it is like a magnet anywhere it gets to. It takes names, it takes some body organs, it, it, it is taking certain things. Some of your heart was on certain altars, that's why you are having heart problem in the family, heart problem alone. But today I see you free. Today I see you free. That thing has been unlocked. That blessing that has been locked for many years, it has been unlocked now. That sickness that has been in your life for many years, that sickness has disappeared now. You are free now. And the Lord is even speaking to me. There are four people on this platform within four months. In your family, specifically, there is a gold. There is a gold. It is the wealth of the family. They have buried it under a mango tree. So all these four people in your family, you have a mango tree there. They have buried that gold. It's an old mango tree. They have buried that gold under it. The Lord said, from now, these four people, within four months, you will hear a news about that gold. And it is not that you are going to receive the gold, but that the wealth of the family has been released. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And I use it to speak to everybody on this platform. Wherever they buried your prosperity, wherever they buried your wealth, today it is revealed and it is released. In the name of Jesus. I am Shabba Baba 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 Baba
Mandi Barakabaya. Wow. And I see many people testify. I see a lot of people testify to the glory of God. A lot of people testify. You are free. You are delivered. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Wow. I am seeing angels working. They are still working as we are afraid. They are still working. Some of you are receiving your testimonies now. Yes, happening right now. Because right now I'm seeing a lady, and the lady that I'm seeing is like Vivian. I entered into their family house and I saw an altar there. Now, when I saw this altar, one of the things I saw was that many, many years ago, they took the womb. Spiritual of a certain pregnant woman, and they buried them around where the altar has been built. So I entered the family, and you see that some of them could struggle, they will give birth to one to carry the other one, it becomes difficult. Listen, until we are able to go deep to the root cause of this thing, mm. the person will be prayed for, the person will fast, and nothing will happen. So I saw the name like Vivian, and the Lord said, I should pray for that Vivian. 
Well, when I entered there, I saw the family. They struggle. They give birth to one. But for them to continue to conceive, it becomes difficult. They buried somebody. That is you, Vivian Duga. So you, in your family, most people normally have dreams and they are taken to that location. But they don't understand. Anytime they are taken to that location, they see children and suddenly they will come back from their dream. They don't understand. There are children that are crying to come. But the altars of the family are not allowed. Today you are free. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There is a lady here. Is it Miss Missless? I entered even in the family too. Today I'm seeing all the angels are working. They are doing some of you testimonies, testimonies, testimonies all over. When I saw this lady, eh, I entered into the family. When I entered into the family, do you know what they, 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 they did? They, they, they put rings. I am seeing 17 rings. It's my last one, my last one. And that 17 is a number in the family. So most of the things in the family, you will see 17. And yet normal, life is spiritual. And when I saw it, they placed this ring under an altar. And they built the altar on the ring. And they have sworn by their word that marriages will be difficult in the family. And education or academics will also be difficult. Listen, anything that will give them freedom in the family, they will not have it concerning marriage and academics. I will say that anyone who will try to step up because I entered into University of Cape Coast. And I entered the place like when they, but the thing that I'm seeing eh, is like the person tried forcing herself to even do something like graduate from here, do masters here, and the person will go in the field to teach. And they said, like, you, you are trying to break that protocol. Mm. This lady is trying to break that protocol. Mm. So I saw something like 
by by biological something. And this lady was able to come out. And I saw masters written. And they said, if you have been able to come out of the educational ground, then we will make sure that concerning your marriage, you will not ever enjoy it. So in the realms of the spirit, I entered into a family. And when I entered there, I saw fight upon fight. This didn't even started from this lady. It started from even his parents. His parents too was having the same issue. I will see one sitting here, the other sitting here. Sometimes they come back, they are together. But I see one sitting here, sometimes sitting here. They nearly even broke up. But I see that this one too, the same thing is trying to fight her. So that the marriage she's going through will be broken. All are powered by authors. And I am seeing one, two, three people around this lady. One, two, three. Soro di managai. And that spirit says what this lady is also going to when this one they grow up two, one will add up three. When they grow up to day two, they will go through that same issue. But today I saw the angel of the Lord entering into the family and setting this lady free. And setting her children free, Amen. setting her parents free, Amen. and setting anybody that was connected to them free. Amen. And I saw that suddenly the Lord lifted them. Oh, Kala Dimanabaya. Shele Dimanabaya. So, this is what happened. Mm. And this lady doesn't know. Anytime the altar was fighting her, she would have issue with the husband. Then she would take off the ring. Mm. Now, if it was a physical meeting, like we would ask her, she would, she would explain. Anytime she would have issues, sometimes she can have issue with the husband. I see the husband would take off the ring. And her too, she would take off a ring. Mm. It's because there is something powering those things. And the thing that I'm seeing, it is supposed that they are supposed to do something around their marriage, but that thing has not been done.
Oro di mana? Thank you, Spirit of God. Something needs to be done around this marriage. I see the end of the Lord dealing with that issue on the altar. But they must rebuild an altar for the marriage. I am seeing that it will be difficult for the man to give his mind to the woman concerning the thing that I'm doing. But the, the, the whole thing is that she's not the only one that is supposed to do it. They are supposed to be together to do that, that thing I'm talking about. They must gather something and fast for seven days. After the fasting for seven days, Can you hear me now? So you have to gather something like a seed, a sacrifice. I won't call it a seed, a sacrifice together with your husband. But how are we going to get your husband? Because in your husband's family, marriage also does not work, it is also an altar problem. She, she, shadio, shadio. I have entered the, the family of the husband. Eh? And when I enter the family, eh, I see this is sensitive. I will say it because we are dealing with others. I see some people eh, around the man. That looks like the family family members. They are not in support of their marriage. Mm. 
So all those, the altars are fighting. But those altars that are fighting, eh, they are using men to fight the marriage. Mm. I am seeing somebody standing and say like, eh. Sika, 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 sika. And now this cutting I have here, and I now own her and be, and I see. So those things. And, and I see that this is what they are going to do to the man. They are going to allow the man to be moving as a ofriha, no kwa, ofriha, no kwa, as a obitu tutu kwa, or nantinantesa, or nantinantesa, like obet nantinantesa, before he realized, let me scan you Today, deliverance has come to your house. Listen, now I know you are you are you are you are feeding a child, right? But I don't know. When you get to a certain point, I am seeing a day like Thursday. Thursday. I would love that you put your stomach. You put your stomach there. <laughs> I want you to fast on a certain Thursday. You can do it from 6 to 12. Our issues usually start on Thursdays. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Life is spiritual. Put your stomach for Thursday. Seven. Now, do the seven days with your husband. Tell him, I send the fire of God to baptize this man. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Any hardened heart, I melt it. Amen. You will speak to him and he will Amen. listen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So that one, when you are okay, now I want advice that you fast now because you are feeding a child. But for the Thursday, a certain Thursday, find time, 6 to 12, because you are feeding a child. And pray on your child. Sorry, pray on your marriage. That anybody who is against the marriage, 
May God expose them. Now the altar doesn't hold anything against you again. That of your husband and that of you. For it has been broken. But remember to rebuild an altar. Lest they erect another one. Now that seed, when you gather, mm. Professor, I am seeing Lighthouse Chapel. I am seeing Lighthouse Chapel. I hope you know Lighthouse Chapel. Listen, all of you on this platform, eh, you are going to walk in testimonies. Amen. So don't worry. Let's deal with this matter and I will make a declaration. This is a sign of what the Lord has done in your life. Please look for Lighthouse Chapel because suddenly I saw the Bishop Doug standing there ready to receive that offering. What is yes, please? Explain where. What is yes, please? I don't understand. Hello. Blessed morning, please. <coughs> um, Blessed please. morning, my daughter. How are you? Please, I'm fine. Thank you. Please, um, Prophet Kakwabedin, I think he's also um, part of Lighthouse. Um, some yes. years ago, I went for Air Park Conference. And okay. um, there was this, um, those who want to support so they they will give you the account number and they'll deduct from your account every month oh like partners so i think some uh, before i got married i i joined that yes partners i joined it and then 50 cities every month for since i joined i've even forgotten about it but because every month on the seven, i saw i saw lighthouse chapel so, and i saw bishop dark standing there to receive your money so make sure if you have the account Make sure that when, after the seven days, send that money to the account and reference it, my marital glory. Now, do you know what you have done? For any altar to be erected to fight you, they have to go and fight the altar of Lighthouse Chapel. I just taught people how to build an altar. <laughs> Yeah. 
Louisa, you are free. Amen. 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 You are free. Amen. You are free. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And suddenly the Lord opened my eye and I saw a name like Amma. And the Lord said, I should even tell Amma that the hand of God is upon her. From today, that challenge and that barrier in your life is over. In the name of Jesus. <coughs> Luther, you are blessed in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, Papa. Amen. Oh. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Is it, is it, there's a guy here like, is it Mikey or something? Mikey or something. I see an altar. Where we went for daddy's program, you're probably saying. Major, major papa, a grandfather. Manso something, yes, Manso. Manso, because I am seeing an altar around Manso. But suddenly I see an angel of the Lord. Taking that altar and destroying it. Amen. Listen, that altar was supposed to fight against your family concerning finance. So in your family, poverty, so, 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 but you have broken it. Do you know that place? Do you know that place, Manso? What is yes, please? Is your father related to Manso? Who comes from Manso? Or who is related to Manso? Well, I saw that area and I saw a connection. That is the place my daddy come from. Listen, the altars that fight your family concerning their finance. I see the angel says it is finished. Amen. That is your daddy's hometown. Today, I stand on this altar. Yes. And I decree in the name of Jesus. Anybody under the sound of my voice. Oh, yes. Anybody under this altar, in the name of Jesus, let the altars in your house be completely demolished. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed on every side. You 
you are blessed on every side. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. A very blessed girl, I see the hand of God coming upon your life. And the Lord said that the wasted years has been restored today, Amen. even in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And I hear a name like Beatrice, and the angel of the Lord is speaking even loud to my hearing, saying, Beatrice will do well Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I see somebody with a name like Yoli. And the Lord said, I prepare for there is an expert company that is even about to come for you. Amen. The Lord said, it is settled. Amen. And I saw somebody call Yah. And the Lord said that Yah is delivered even from the frustrations of life. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I saw somebody even in the realms of the spirit like Loisita. And I heard another name like Owusu. And the Lord said that the family of Owusu will not die but they will live and declare the word of the Lord and the Lord has even opened my eyes and I see somebody like Levin Levin and in the realms of the spirit I saw Levin teaching Levin 111 11 to 22 even in classroom like somebody likes it's like a teacher and the lord is telling me to tell you that leaven the blessings of heaven is coming upon you in the realms of the spirit my eyes begin to open and Mm. i see This is like a child. And this child, I see that when the child gets to the age of 18, I see the child getting to the United States of America. For there is an uncle. In fact, he is called Mr. Samuel. This uncle is taking this child of yours and even sending that child even to the United States of America. And the Lord said he's opening great and mighty door even for that child. I hear in the realms of the spirit a certain lady here called Lucy Clare. In the realms of the spirit, I heard that there is something that is going on in the family. Mm. Now, I saw powers even emanated from Nigeria. And as I saw that powers, it also emerged with powers even from Ghana. Mm. And they emerged together and they said, we are about to even fight the marriage of even Lucy Amenya. In fact, I saw a man standing there and the man is like a man of God. I saw that even when I entered the church, the church that the man of God is finding himself, the church is even not growing well. For the enemy want to attack you and your husband and to frustrate your marriage and to also frustrate the ministry of your husband. Mm. But the Lord said peace will prevail over your destiny. I saw somebody in the realms of the spirit called Apostle Brintou. But I also heard a name like Yao. Mm. And the Lord said that he is about to change destinies in this person's life. And the Lord 
Lord said that He's about to turn their lives even around. Amen. The Lord said that the things that has even gone wrong yes. for so many, many oh, years, yes. by reason of your existence on this platform, yes. He, the Lord, is turning things for your good. Amen. And suddenly I begin to enter even into the church Whoa, of Pentecost. And I saw a horn mm. that has been exalted. And out of that horn, hey. I saw oil that has been poured even on this man. Hey. And the Lord said, Elevation is coming Amen. to him, even in the church of Pentecost. Amen. And I am seen in the realms of the spirit. Somebody with a name like Kweku. And I hear a name like Ima. And the Lord said that he's about to shift this person into a higher dimension of the prophetic ministry. The Lord said that this one will begin to do well. In the realms of the spirit, I saw a woman. This is like a lady that the that the Lord is even showing me. And as I saw, I saw in a certain room. This is like a cream room a room that is painted cream and when i entered that room i saw that they sent a certain lady to attack this person i'm seeing but the lord said that this man because of his prayer on this platform today he will be delivered i saw that after this man have an encounter with this lady his ministry will begin to go down but the lord said that the one that has been sent against you will go down in the mighty name of jesus suddenly i saw doors that are opening for this guy and i saw partners even partnering his life the lord said it is settled that this guy will begin to do well i saw somebody like lady carries and in the realms of the spirit i saw a visa that has been released amen the visa that has been released i saw united states of america and the angel said it is done and it's settled it can never be otherwise i saw somebody here with the name like paulina and the lord said it is your time for marital breakthrough it is settled in the name of jesus i saw somebody with a name like emmanuel Emmanuel, but this Emmanuel is like Kusi, Kusi, and the Lord said that you have desired to set yourself apart for him hey. and he's about to use you Amen. mightily Amen. in fact i entered the place that Amen. i had a name like god so mm. and as i entered even into god so yes. i went to a place like Imem. i don't understand but when i went there i saw something that was planted many many years ago oh, yeah. around that area mm. and the lord said that thing has been destroyed Amen. today anything the enemy build like an altar around God. So a rest of Tobiah, that thing has been destroyed. And the Lord said from today, you have been called into ministry to minister. I saw this same person even sitting and playing the piano. And the Lord said that greater grace is coming upon this one. It is settled in the name of Jesus. I saw a man like Thomas and I saw this is like two, three documents. And it is like an application that the guy I just sent even to a certain job yes. and this job is waiting to receive yes. even this is like he want to receive a job appointment job. but he has been waiting and it's not happening hey. but the lord said today, today. it has been released hey. in the name of jesus hey. in the name of jesus hey. and i hear a name like juliana, juliana. or julian and the lord said that mm. this is like a sister yes. even to that man that i'm calling and he said julian julian julian, julian. will hey. also get married 
Amen. and we also do well. Amen. I saw two sisters. One is teaching, one is a nurse. Yes. And the Lord said that their marital glory is now. Yes. The Lord said that it will get to the middle by the time it gets to the middle of next year. Yes. Around June, July. Yes. The Lord said they, both of them will see glory in their yes. marriage. Amen. It is settled in the name of Jesus. Amen. It is settled in the name of Amen. Jesus. I hear somebody like Ernestine now. Ernestine. And I hear somebody oh, like Faustine now. Faustine. And I hear somebody like Patricia. Patricia. And these three people, the Lord said, Marita door is hey, open. Amen. And traveling door is open. Amen. I see somebody like Priscilla. Amen. And this person to Marita door is open. Amen. In fact, I entered into a family yes. around Techiman. Yes. And when I entered there, I saw something that looks like a port. Mm. And this port has been positioned in that area. Yes. But suddenly, when we are praying, I saw an angel 